This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 47 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday, the 3rd of March, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're expecting sunny skies today. A high all the way up to 78 with calm winds. Couldn't ask for anything nicer than that. Clear tonight, a low of 44. It'll be partly sunny on Friday with a high in the mid-70s. Now, clouds move in Friday night. We'll have a low of 53. Saturday, we've got a slight chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, high of 72 with gusty winds. Saturday night, we've got a 50% chance of rain and thunderstorms, a low of 60 with gusty winds. And then Sunday, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 73. Right now, Fair 47 at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day. It's Haley Mooney at Moralton Primary School. Obituaries this morning. John B. Bridgman, age 88, of Hattieville, died on Tuesday, March 1st. He was a retired master sergeant from the United States Air Force and a member of Old Hickory Baptist Church. Survivors include two daughters, Debbie Linhart of Hattieville and Cindy DeMasi of Haskell five grandchildren, four great-grandchildren, and numerous nieces and nephews. Funeral service for John B. Bridgman will be Saturday, March 5th, 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Johnny Hoffman officiating. Burial will be at a later date at the Arkansas State Veterans Cemetery in North Little Rock. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Friday, March 4th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Marion Louise Compton Warman, age 74, of Little Rock, died on Tuesday, March 1st. She taught painting when she was younger and was a part of Patchwork Painters for over 35 years. She is survived by her husband of 56 years, Olin Warman of Little Rock, two sons, Jason Warman and Brian Warman, and three grandchildren, among other family. Visitation will be Saturday, March 8th, 9 till 10, at St. Teresa's Catholic Church on Baseline Road, followed by a funeral service at 10 a.m. In lieu of flowers, the family asked for donations to be made to the American Diabetes Association, the Kidney Foundation, or to cancer research. Arrangements are by Smith Benton Funeral Home. Now 7.34. Let's turn to news this morning. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson made a visit to Moralton Wednesday. The governor spoke at the quarterly meeting of the Moralton Civic Alliance, a newly formed collaboration of the Moralton Rotary, Kiwanis, Lions, Adelaide, Century League, and other civic clubs in the community. In the meeting held at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Workforce Training Center, the governor updated attendees on a number of topics, including the conflict in Ukraine. Hutchinson has called for three days of prayer for the people of Ukraine and said he supports President Biden's economic sanctions against Russia. He also talked about economic development efforts across the state and his Wins for 2022 initiative, which involves workforce education, infrastructure investment, new economy jobs, and strengthening Arkansas families. If we concentrate on those, those are wins for 2022. And again, whenever you're looking at workforce education, Moralton and the community college here, this campus is leading our state on the future and providing the foundation for those new economy jobs that we need. And whenever you look at the what we need to do in workforce education, you're setting an example. The governor said the state plans to invest millions of dollars in workforce education this year. 
He added that one of the great needs in Arkansas is to expand broadband access across the state. Approximately $2 million in grants have already been awarded in Conway County to expand broadband to 5,000 additional residents. The governor noted there is more work to do, and he announced UACCM will be receiving a $1 million grant this summer to train workers who can specialize in the installation of broadband technology to expand the network across the state. There is a grand scheme to do this, and so this will be a focal point, a great opportunity uh, for this community. In terms of new economy jobs, Hutchinson mentioned the state's lead role in the transportation industry and the opportunities that will become available through the newly created Council on Future Mobility. 736, fair, 47 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 78 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 737, fair and 47 degrees at the KVOM studios. Contested races for the Republican nominations for County Sheriff and Justice of the Peace District 2, as well as Position 4 on the East End School Board, will appear on the May primary election ballot in Perry County. The close of the political filing period Tuesday also revealed several contested races that will be held in the November general election. In the Republican primary, Dennis Ball and Ricky Don Jones are vying for sheriff, with the winner facing Democrat Bill Finley in the general election. Dean McKendry and Del Payne are running for JP District 2 on the Republican ticket, and the winner will face Carmen Wise in November. The East End School Board race is between Brandy Edwards and Brandon Acreage. Additional contested races in the November general election in Perry County include county judge between Democrat incumbent Toby Davis and Republican Larry Blackman, treasurer between Republican Jessica Spinks, Democrat Christina Montgomery, and independent candidate Tackney Evans, and coroner between Democrat incumbent Bill Green and Republican Wes Harris. Also to be decided in the general election are the race for JP District 1 between Democrat Charles Nub Camp and Republican Travis Bentley, J.P. District 8 between Democrat Trinity Grimstead and Republican Bill Lee, and District 9 between Democrat Jimmy Ray Evans and Republican Scott Skinkle. Severe Weather Awareness Week continues in Arkansas with an emphasis today on severe thunderstorms. At any given moment around the world, approximately 1,800 thunderstorms are occurring. Although thunderstorms are relatively small, When considered on a global scale of weather, all thunderstorms are dangerous. Across the country, the top three deadliest thunderstorm hazards in the last 30 years were flash floods, tornadoes, and lightning, in that order. Dennis Cavanaugh, Warning Coordination Meteorologist with the National Weather Service in North Little Rock, says the primary concerns associated with severe thunderstorms are large hail and damaging winds. Some of the other things associated with severe storms that we don't necessarily issue warnings for, like lightning and, and heavy rainfall and localized flooding, 
Uh, so, you know, in any of these things, uh, you can usually keep safe if you just find a, a safe shelter until the storm passes. A thunderstorm is considered severe when it produces winds of at least 58 miles per hour, hell at least one inch in diameter, and or a tornado. The city of Moralton is among 46 Arkansas communities that achieved recognition by the Arbor Day Foundation in honor of their commitment to effective urban forest management in 2021. The communities were recognized through the Tree City USA program. The Tree City USA program allows communities to achieve recognition by meeting the program's four requirements. Establishment of a tree board or department, a tree care ordinance, an annual community forestry budget of at least $2 per capita, and an Arbor Day observance and proclamation. Other local communities achieving Tree City USA status in 2021 include Kesa, Conway, and Greenbrier. Cambry Wimborne was crowned Moralton High School Air Queen during the 2022 Air Pageant, held February 19th at the H.B. White Auditorium. A lovely evening was the theme for the pageant, in which 16 Moralton High School students participated. The pageant's first runner-up was Emma Ganaway, who was also the winner in the talent division. Second runner-up was Addison Brigler, and third runners-up were Whitley Patterson and Callie Rogers. In addition to being named Queen, Winburn was also the first runner-up in the talent division. Livy McQuain was the second runner-up in talent. Raylynn Garlington was named audience favorite, and Ayani Criswell was awarded Miss Congeniality. Wednesday's update on COVID-19 from the Arkansas Department of Health brought another drop in active cases both locally and statewide. In Conway County, three new cases were reported, but the number of active cases declined by three for the day to 49. Perry County had two new cases reported and a reduction of three in the number of active cases to 16. Statewide, the number of active cases declined by 425 and hospitalizations decreased by 17 from the previous day. 32 additional deaths related to the virus were recorded in Arkansas on Wednesday. 741, let's check our market report. Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets finished higher, rebounding strongly after a weak start to the week. Renewed hope for another round of talks between Russia and Ukraine as well as balanced commentary from Fed Chair Powell about the upcoming March rate hike. Helped sentiments. European markets closed higher while Asian markets declined. Oil prices continued to rally, with WTI crude jumping 8.5% today, reaching $112, the highest since 2013. Consistent with a positive market undertone, cynical sectors outperformed and the benchmark 10-year yield rose to 1.88%. The Dow closed at 33,891, up 596 points. The Nasdaq closed at 13,752, up 220 points. Volume was heavy, 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our Kansans. AT&T up 0.29 at 23.82. Bank of America up 0.69 at 43.16. Centerpoint Energy up 0.84 at 27.72. Deering Company up 17.33 at 375.98. Energy Corp up 2.76 at 106.62. Under Armour up 0.08 at 15.36. Simmons Bank up 0.96 at 28.65. Regions Financial up 1.26 at 23.37. Southwestern Energy up 0.11 at 
Tyson Foods up 1.21 at 95.04. Walmart up 0.17 at 136.16. Live Ramp up 0.26 at 43.36. Interpublic Group up 0.94 at 36.41. Nextera Energy up 0.11 at 77.56. Natural Gas up 0.24 at 4.81. Precious Metals were lower. Gold was down $15 at $1,929. Silver was down $0.15 at $25.40. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Hay Hills Office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, Hospice Home Care of Conway, which serves clients in Conway, Perry, Pope, Faulkner, Van Buren, and Cleburne counties, is conducting a community food drive through March 15th. Donations can be made by calling Carol at 501 472 8148. There will also be a community food drive sack lunch at Harps in Perryville today from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The Perry County Extension Service Bull Selection and EPD Workshop will be held tomorrow at the Perryville High School Cafeteria. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. Dinner is at 6 with the program to follow. The Century League of Moralton will host a flashback prom charity ball Saturday night at 6 at Point Remove Brewing Company in Moralton. Tickets are $50 each. They include dinner, drinks, and dancing. A super raffle will also be held with several prizes given away. Tickets for the raffle are $5 each or $5 for $20. Tickets for the charity ball and the raffle are available from any Century League member at Point Remove Brewing Company or on the Century League's Facebook page. Well, we invite you to subscribe to KVOM's podcast channel available wherever you listen to podcasts. Every weekday, we publish the KVOM Newswatch on that podcast channel. And we have other occasional special features available there as well. You can also hear our podcast through our free mobile app or at kvom.com. The Newswatch podcast is brought to you each weekday by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 746, coming up a little later in our close-up segment, we'll visit with Marty and Joseph Krutz. The folks from Big Cuppa, they'll be talking about Munchin' on Maine. Eric Tyler has your sports and weather up next on KVOM's Morning News Watch. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Jones Newswire, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. High school basketball teams from across the state are making their way to Moralton as a Class 1A state tournament gets underway today at Moralton High School's Devil Dog Arena. Six games will be played today, including the Wonderview Boys against Dermont. That's the final game of the day, and it's scheduled to start at 8.30 p.m., and we'll have the broadcast of that game for you live Right here on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Other games in the tournament today include Kingston against Rural Special and Girls Action at 1 p.m., a boys game between County Line and Izzard County at 2.30, a girls game between Mammoth Spring and County Line at 4 o'clock, Mark Cree against Western Grove and Boys Action at 5.30, and the Mount Vernon Enola Girls against Emerson at 7 o'clock. Another state tournament action today. The Valonia boys play Maumel at 2.30 p.m. Valonia's girls play Benton at 4 o'clock. And the Russellville boys play Marion 
at 8.30 p.m., all from the Class 5A tournament in Sheridan. Marlton High School soccer teams are scheduled to be in action t- again tonight with games at Clarksville. Girls team plays at 5 p.m., boys game to follow at 7. Arkansas guard J.D. Note made two free throws with 8.6 seconds left. LSU's Xavier Pinson missed a final attempt at the rim as the clock expired as the number 14 Razorbacks held off the Tigers 77-76 last night. Stanley Mude led Arkansas with 23 points. The Razorbacks now 24-6 overall and 13-4 in the Southeastern Conference have won 14 of their last 15 games overall and nine in a row at home. The Hogs play the regular season finale on Saturday at Tennessee. Brady Slavens, Michael Turner, and Peyton Stovall each swatted homers as the Arkansas baseball team beat Omaha 15-3 in Fayetteville Wednesday afternoon. The 5-2 Razorbacks will play a series against Southeastern Louisiana this weekend. The University of Central Arkansas women's basketball team season ended last night with a 65-55 loss to Jacksonville in the first round of the ASUN tournament. The UCA men's team plays its second game in that tournament tonight at Jacksonville. Tip-off slated for 6 p.m. with live coverage on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. Look at weather now on this Thursday. and We've got humidity currently at 87% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.17 inches. Low temperature this morning, 38 degrees. High yesterday, 79. A year ago today, the low was 27 with the high of 68. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 9.82 inches. Our sunset this evening is 6.07. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.37. And forecast calling for sunny skies. Afternoon high near 81 degrees expected this afternoon. Then mostly clear night tonight with a low around 44. Partly sunny tomorrow, high near 74, and we'll stay in the low to mid-70s through Sunday. We do have a chance of rain coming, though, uh, by Saturday night, and particularly Sunday night is the best chance for some showers and thunderstorms uh, Sunday night heading into Monday morning. Right now we've got fair skies and 43 degrees in Marlton at 7.50 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We are back on our close-up segment this morning, joined by guys from Big Cup, Marty Kreutz and Joseph Kreutz, and uh, actually going to talk uh, really, though, about Munchin on Main Street, which is coming up. So very uh, exciting. That is uh, going to be here before we know it. And, and, and Marty, you can kind of give us a little bit of information about it. We do know it's coming up, what, March the 26th, is that right? Yes, yes, March 26th. And I know a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities. We'll have food trucks, a lot of activities, and uh, uh, just, just kind of tell us, I guess, what people can expect. Sure, sure. Um, so you know, as we've kind of said, uh, munching on mains coming up. It'll be uh, March twenty sixth, um, which is on a Saturday, and that's uh, uh, it's going to be eleven to two. Um, this is actually uh, of all the events and things that we do here in the city. This is actually one of my favorites. Um, 
uh, as a family, uh, we always have a good time at it. It's, it's a great family event. It's a great thing to go out to. Um, one of my favorite stories to tell about this particular festival is actually the first time we ever had it. It was in March. Um, I think in 2017 was I think the first year that we had it and I remember we were in the middle of renovating the shop downtown and we had basically just got it gutted we were just kind of really getting started I think the walls may have been blue and like that was like the extent of it but I remember all of us standing around at one point just looking outside and seeing this festival kind of going on and that was my first memory of man I wish we were open you know I like I really wish we could kind of you know just get going with being part of the community and uh, so that's that's a memory that I always have and since then um, I had I had kind of swore I was like when this if this festival takes off and comes back around that we are going to be part of munching and what kind of goes on there and and uh, it's it's a festival that we've always enjoyed and uh, we've always kind of had our hand in just a little bit and it's always like I said it's always been fun and something we've enjoyed doing together as a family and just being part of it as well um, a few of the things we kind of got going on um, if you need information on it the website is um, www.mainstreetmorrelton.org so if you go there there's a tab there for uh, munching on main so you can select that and that'll take you right into the munching on main page there and there's some information that's there a um, couple things I wanted to address the that is a little bit different this year from what we kind of done. I know we've kind of gone hiatus the last year or two, um, but a lot of festivals have, so I think uh, people are probably pretty used to that. Uh, the vendor application is a little bit different this year. Uh, I know traditionally we had um, a, a, a lot of vendors that would come in and sell things and do things like that. Um, this year it's basically just organizations and business, um, and we're kind of asking that you know, as, as you set up and do things, it's kind of a volunteer or maybe free or, or, you know, something along those lines. But that information is in there underneath uh, the vendor applications. Uh, food truck application, that's pretty much standard the same. Um, and a lot of these things, I know we're still taking applications on, food trucks, uh, music, volunteers, all this is still needed. Uh, the festival's coming around, obviously, at the end of this month. Um, so, you know, we're still trying to fill a lot of these slots that need to be filled so um oh uh, volunteer sign up as i stated that's um traditionally i believe how it was if you click on that volunteer sign up and you go in there and you can just fill in where you want to work at and time slots and things like that um one of the things we're doing this year that the big cuppa Crutes family uh is taking on is a bago tournament and Joe's going to be kind of doing this uh, up a little bit, so I'm going to let him kind of tell you about that. All right. Yeah, Joe, um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, should be a lot of interest in that. And you can just kind of tell us about the tournament and how people can get signed up for that. Yeah. Um, sorry. So uh, traditional Bago rules, I think we're doing a $25 sign-up per team. Um, the sign-up is on the MainStreetMorrelton.org website, and so you can sign up through there. Um yeah, so we don't have a uh, like time slots for it yet, or how the brackets are going to work, but um, we're going to gather that information as people sign up, and so you just kind of keep posted on Main Street's Main Street socials, Big Cup of socials, um, and then we'll create a bracket and kind of go from there. You just keep an eye out, um, and then this this will the actual event will be running till 8 p.m. I think you said 2 p.m. earlier, uh, oh. but yeah, okay. it's an all day thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I think that was for us, the bag of thing or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about yeah. it. It's an easy-going bag tournament. It's not going to be super hardcore. We're just going to have fun. 
All right. So we'll be two person teams, right? And uh, any kind of uh, prizes for the winners? Anything? Uh, yeah. So the grand prize, if you win the tournament, is a custom bago board, um, courtesy of my plant store. And then a big couple. We like to give prizes for things that don't really make any sense, like the worst throw or last <laughs> place, or you hit somebody with a bag. Um, <laughs> you get a prize for that. So big couple cool. will be sponsoring those uh, gift cards or bad coffee or free coffees. We haven't figured that out yet, but we're going to get some prizes. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm making it very uh, creative. I, I like that. That's yeah. good. You got to uh, have fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> it's certainly uh, that tournament will be fun, and the, the entire festival is going to be a really good time. And uh, as you mentioned, it's been a couple of years, I guess, since we've since we've had it. So excited to bring that back. And, oh, yeah. Um, anything else you guys, guys want to mention? So, uh, uh, no, that's going to be it, yeah. Uh, you can hit up Main Street Morton Socials if you got any questions or concerns about the event. Um, all the answers should be on that website. Um, yeah. All right. Well, very good. Looking forward to it. Marty Cruz and Joseph Cruz with Big Cup, of course, talking uh, in Main Street, Marlton, talking with us here about Munch on Main coming up March 26th, downtown Marlton. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you. News Watch on this Thursday morning continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.